Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. Hello, hello, and welcome to Asian Pop Nation, the ultimate Sin hub for all things Asian pop culture related and more. You were just listening to three tracks, first coming from Chungha with her latest song titled Sparkling, a fantastic track, by the way. We also have another fantastic track by Edie called Starlight before ending our trio of songs with the song titled David by Noso, which comes from their debut album titled Stay Proud of Me. And speaking of the name David, this is definitely the perfect segue to introduce you guys to a very special artist that we have had the pleasure of interviewing today who also has the name David. But you would definitely know him tonight as Local The Neighbor. He is a fantastic artist coming from Darwin to now Melbourne and now to our APN virtual studio to talk all about his latest suiting and kind of nostalgic single called Point God. So definitely put your hands together as we chat with the one and only Local The Neighbor. Hey, you're listening to Lisha here from Asian Pop Nation. And actually, we are here with a very, very special guest who I dare to say has become a recent favorite of ours this month. And he comes to us in our little virtual studio to talk about his latest single called Point Guard. And of course, so much more. So right here, right now, we have Local The Neighbor here. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Thanks for having me. Hi, wow. how are you going? I'm good. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, we we're just we we're just complaining about how cold it is. Yeah, I know. Doing very good, like typical small talk things about the weather. But you know, again, it's winter. It's the perfect like bonding, yeah. bonding combo of just complaining the weather, but also being like, <laughs> at least I prefer this than summer. Sorry to the summer fan listeners out there, but... No, we're both in agreeance. We're totally both. It's funny because we're both from, like, very tropical areas. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, we had, like, a whole thing about how people assume that, like, because you come from tropical climate, you just prefer it by default. And it's like, no, No, no. you're mistaking my whole persona as a tropical fan. Yeah, hard no. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, before we can continue to just become a weather radio show (laughs) i of course want to focus that we are on asian foundation and welcome to our show and for our listeners could you tell us a little bit about yourself give us a little elevator pitch moment oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well uh my name is david and I'm a Taiwanese Australian musician uh, living in Melbourne. I originally am from Darwin, um, but I also grew up in a bunch of different places around Australia uh, when I was a kid. And yeah, I make and record music under the name Local the Neighbor. And we've, well, I have uh, released two singles. So yeah. Yes. And they're all, again, not to uh, throw like all these bunch of compliments like all over the place, but those two singles are already 11 out of 10 in the APN books. by the way <laughs> not oh, just by you. me but the rest of our team as well when we were like presented with this opportunity so you got our thumbs up up here oh, but <laughs> thank you ah oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes before we i guess dive straight into uh, your latest single point guard i actually would love to like find out more i guess the man <laughs> behind the music and kind of ask this question because again you mentioned that your real name is david and i was very curious about the story behind your artist name local the neighbor kind of like 
where did that name come from and why you decided to go with that name as like your artist's name? Yeah, well, I guess the when I realized I wanted to do this, coming up with a name was just something I knew I would do. Like I've grown up playing in bands mm-hmm. all my life. So and every time when you start a band, like the first thing everyone talks about is like, what are we called? You know, so I was like, well, that's just something natural that I wanted to, to kind of come up with. And I guess I just had a bunch of sort of like I sort of had a feeling that I wanted to go for and was like had a bit of a list of words that I thought kind of captured that and was trying different things and local the neighbor just kind of happened and I sat on it for a day and I was like you know what it's good enough let's just do it and then um you know I'll I'll get used to it if I don't like it but I I, yeah I'm pretty happy with the name you know it feels like it really encapsulates what I um, want the project to be and it's a good name to represent everything I think Mm, and you said like you actually had like a selection of other names and I guess you were kind of like piecing them together I'm very curious if you had like if that was another name option like one that came close like second place before local the neighbor was born yeah that's a good question I don't I can't, I can't even remember any now I just remember I wanted the name neighbor in there the <laughs> word neighbor and I was trying to build around that and and I, I can't really remember what it was I reckon this might not be true but I reckon friendly neighbor would have been thrown in and I would I would have been like that's too spider-man and just uh, yeah I was I gonna can't. say I'm like neighbor neighborhood and everything's very reminiscent yeah. of like spider-man one of the best superheroes yeah. oh. <laughs> unless you have a different favorite superhero no I, I mean i don't know if i have a favorite superhero but i just rem- i i reckon things like i would just be trying words and trying to kind of piece it together and whatever felt right i would be like okay cool um but maybe that just means local the neighbor was was a good one if i can't remember any of the other names it's just oh. the perfect one just meant to be actually rolls <laughs> off the tongue like really well as well not gonna lie so you made a very good yeah. choice <laughs> I would have to say my girlfriend mm. had the idea to put the the in the middle, which I was really into. And yeah. we, were pretty, we would chat and bre- like she would help me brainstorm. And yeah, it was a, it was a good call. Yeah, like a major thumbs up too. Not just your girlfriend as well. Nice. And yeah, but yeah, I guess in the vein of like going into this origin story moment, I'm very curious about how, like, where did your interest in music come from? Where did it start in the first place? Yeah, well, I think it was probably always there. Like I remember being really young and my dad had a big sound system in the kitchen and he would cook dinner and it would be blasting whenever he would cook and he'd just listen to like the Beatles and all these different things and so it was always sort of on in the house and then we would have family friends and for some reason they were musical and I just had a a big interest in it from a young age but I never I always wanted to play an instrument but I never really did it until I started playing drums at 13 and um, that was probably the first instrument I started playing properly and but in saying that before then my mom did force me to play piano which I Uh. I the very quintessential like oh man yeah, I've had <laughs> textbook I've had example of every Asian <laughs> child upbringing <laughs> yeah I I've been there so uh I think maybe I would have been seven and and I had to go to these piano lessons and I, it quickly stopped I think I think I kicked the bus <laughs> loud enough to be like this is the worst like there's no bands with piano like <laughs> <laughs> um 
So yeah, and I did play uh, guitar in primary school as well. But that, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I'm a guitarist at all. Yeah. Just like didn't stick. And then like, I guess drumming was like the calling, ultimate calling type of thing for you. Yeah, I think what happened was though, I wanted to be a guitarist really bad. Mm. And so I went to primary school in rural Queensland. So mm. that's where I grew up in for most of primary school and then later on I moved to Darwin with my family and I did all my high schooling there and when I was in Queensland I really wanted to do guitar and I was doing that a lot and then when I moved the school I went to everyone was a guitarist and I was like oh no this is awful like I can't like and then like no no one could start a band because everyone played guitar I was like all right that's it like I can kind of play the drums I'm just going to do it. And then I was like, all right, I'll take one for the team. I'm going to play drums in the band. And it stuck, you know, like I kind of just like was like, oh, this is fun. You know, you're like a 13 year old kid and you're like, you can hit something pretty hard and and it's fun. And so I guess it just stuck, you know. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're really letting off, like at least from videos I see when people playing drums and stuff, it's really like you're letting off a lot of steam or something. I don't know. <laughs> it, feels so, it feels so like, I don't know. It feels so rigorating. And it's like, especially if you're like a teenager, I feel like there's a lot of teenager angst, especially yeah. If you've got a lot of angst as a teenager, you should just play the drums and you'll have like no angst or something afterwards. Or maybe you'll get more angst. I don't know. <laughs> don't take a word for it, but g- give drumming a try. <laughs> try, yeah. Great therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like I did a little research and thing and I did see that you were a drummer but it specifically always mentioned you as like a jazz drummer and uh, yeah. yeah and uh, like I guess where does like jazz come into play because your current I guess music as local the neighbor is much more in the indie I guess indie rock type yeah. of genre so where where's like the shift come or or is there not even really a shift it's like you're trying to combine the two oh no, that's a great question um I, I probably wouldn't say there's a shift necessarily in like what I'm trying to do musically mm-hmm. I think there was a shift in what I was into but yeah basically in high school I really you know I really liked the drums and I was playing in like rock bands and mm-hmm. and pop bands and indie bands and that was my thing and I wanted to move like down south I guess because from Darwin everything's down south to like study music or, or just pursue music mm-hmm. and the easiest way I guess was to to do it in a in a university so I sort of realized that a lot of music schools didn't offer like drum kit if that was your instrument because like if you do classical you would be playing timpani and like a bunch of percussion it's not really like the drum set mm. so I'd never done anything like that so I had kind of no idea um and it just I was like well that's not what I play so I realized jazz, doing a jazz course was the only one which had like a, the actual drum kit was your primary focus if that's your instrument. So I kind of just was like, okay, well, I better learn jazz to try and get into this course. So I kind of did that, which is kind of a whole nother story, that journey. But thankfully I got in and went to jazz school in Melbourne Mm -hmm. at the VCA. And yeah, that kind of journey started and I, I definitely like really fell in love with it for quite a while throughout that course. And for a while I, I was in the mindset of like well I guess I'm gonna be a jazz drummer you know I was doing that and I was starting to play with a lot of my lecturers like I was playing with teachers and stuff like that and and getting gigs doing that and it was it was really fun but I sort of I guess I had a um I think when you get to like your 20s like when you start venturing into your 20s more you realize you like reassess what you're doing and you're like huh is this the kind of thing I actually want to be doing or is it yeah like Mm -hmm. I've fallen into it and um there were a couple moments where I realized that maybe it wasn't what I wanted to be doing it was just like it was just going really well I thought and it was like oh I'll just keep on going but I wasn't really listening to jazz that much 
anymore and I was kind of just playing it and I felt um I actually did a trip to um the US and lived in um Los Angeles for a couple months oh doing like God. study abroad okay oh, wow. was <laughs> yeah yeah it was amazing so I was at UCLA for like seven months mm. um and I was studying jazz there and I was just like I met a lot of my heroes the jazz heroes and I was like well this feels like um they were just so passionate about it and so focused on it where I sort of realized that if I wanted to sort of really pursue that world it would maybe mean I I wouldn't have time to kind of play in like the rock bands and be mm. in that world and kind of do a lot of the musical things that I I also love mm. so I just felt like a bit torn between it and in the end it just felt like the right thing for me was to kind of pursue or start start allowing myself to make other music and mm. and not not be just a jazz jazz guy you know jazz guy <laughs> no that's really admirable though because I feel like again like what you say people in their like 20s especially or like just young adults in general especially with Asian upbringing you kind of grow up being told that there's only like one linear like one path to get to like point a point you type of thing and you just have to stick with like that particular interests or stuff in the rest of life and completely ignoring the fact that people grow people change you you start seeing other interests and stuff like that and you realize like hey i want to do more than just like one thing you know yeah. so it's very like no it's like seriously we're admirable on your part to like <laughs> actually recognize that and then now you're doing this being like local the neighbor and realizing i want to be like my own artist and creating my own music in in genres that make me feel like happy and that i actually really like care about so that's like really yeah. that's really good <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, it's interesting because like it is a very Asian thing to kind of have that one like trajectory. Mm. Um, but in saying that, I definitely think my mom was like would have helped me nudge across mm. because I think I think she's very like she has a lot of interests as well. So she would she definitely there was there was a while where it helped where she was like she was sort of confused. I wasn't making my own music for a while. Mm. You know? Really? And, and that made me think like, oh, yeah, like maybe I should be like that sort of like she was like, oh, why aren't you? doing it you're already doing it you know like on your own just mm. not like it's just like a fun like and you're just doing it for fun so why why don't you do it and I was like yeah true you know so yeah it's pretty um yeah it is a, it's a strange journey sometimes <laughs> yeah but like I mean look at you now you are here <laughs> you are reading your own music oh my god again crazy to like even like picture it and I'm very like curious with making this like shift as well. What kind of interesting, I guess, observations. I don't necessarily want to use the word differences. So maybe just like general interesting observations you notice between these two like kind of different worlds and like music wise, like being purely in jazz drummer world and now in like solo artist realm. Like yeah, is, yeah. is there more like a sense of community with one side, maybe more like diversity present? I, I don't know. I'm very like curious about that. Yeah. No, that's a really good question because I reckon there's a huge difference. Mm. Not going to lie, at the start when I was doing this, a part of me was like, whoa, I'm about to experience the other side now, mm. you know, like, and I was curious to know what that felt like. Because this is the first time I've, I'm kind of pulling all the creative aspects and it's my music and in, in all the recordings, it's it's basically always me playing like all the instruments. Mm. Um, whereas prior to that, if I was working, I would be probably just drumming really. And 
you're sort of there, like people ask you to play in their project and you're there to like, I guess, do a job as, as grim as that sound. I mean, you're not really doing a job. You're still playing music and it's still awesome, but mm. it's like, they'll come to you and it's their music and they're asking you to play on their song. And it's sort of your job is to just get what they want I guess you know like mm. their vision and of course you can suggest things of like oh I feel like we should try this and then you know they might like mm. it you go off with that but it is definitely like you're serving the composer's idea and it's like their vision you're like one of like the foot soldiers trying to like help them get their vision to where they want it and I guess you just have different kind of motives in that situation you know you're like you kind of put your taste to the side and then you try and put yourself in their shoes and I think that's the main one whereas in local the neighbor I'm just like rogue like I'm just like a wild card <laughs> of being like whoa I can do whatever I want and no one can tell me any different and um you know which is kind of awesome and then sometimes it's bad because you just mm. end up like having so many ideas and you're like I don't know what to do anymore like I will like produce a song and I'll like head into a direction and you just kind of like lose yourself in this tangent mm. like hang on I'm just gonna delete everything and start again now oh my you know, god like, <laughs> how do you like keep yourself motivated or like keep yourself in check I guess since you are kind of like you are your own like manager and everything <laughs> thing I know yeah, I've loved it just because I've only done like the collaborative thing for so long. You know, mm. I've been playing music, you know, since I was before I was a teenager, I guess. And it's always been collaborative. Like I've always been sort of like a member of the band and there's always other input. Mm. So I'm really used to that and I love it a lot. But then being able to do something different is quite refreshing. And it, it also makes me feel like when I go back into a collaborative sense, it feels it actually it, it balances out. I feel mm. out both. But I kind of just enjoy the chaos of it, to be honest. <laughs> it's like um, there is chaos, but I think if you if you kind of just give into it, it's quite fun. But it just means it takes a long time to get things done sometimes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely I've had a lot of fun doing it. Mm. Yeah, and I love hearing again your like evolution story type of thing about like now being local the neighbor and like again having like a full brand to yourself and everything. And I guess on this note, we're gonna talk a little bit about your new single, Point God. And I would love for you to tell us a bit about like what does it mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at this, but uh, <laughs> it's basically about, I guess it's about my girlfriend or just about mm. people you love um, and sort of saying that you feel um, you feel yourself around them and you're grateful for that and, and how much you appreciate that. But yeah, that's hopefully that sums it up. But <laughs> it's actually a funny thing because I've had mm. to try and explain this song a number of times. And there was there was an article in The Guardian which came out about mm. the song. And the guy, the guy who wrote it summed it up like in two sentences better than I ever will. Oh my God. I've been like so envious of that. Do you like, remember how he said it specifically or like? No, I don't even, that, that's the thing. I can't even remember, but I remember reading it being like, ah, damn it. This guy is like better than me at talking about my own song. Um, it's okay. He's, he's like a journalist. It's like his job. It's yeah, okay. You are the that's artist. <laughs> I was so bummed when I read, read it. I was like, oh, man, this guy just summed it up better than me um, than I could ever do it. Um, yeah. I'll have to just memorize what he says and just regurgitate it every time. <laughs> but 
Oh my god. But yeah, no, that like the song, I think you also have a music video with the song, by the way, Point Guy. Oh, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the video in compliment with the song, I think perfectly illustrates this like message, everything you like that you're talking about. You know, it's the music yeah. video, by the way. So wholesome, so cute. I love the little like karaoke type of editing thing. You can like follow, yeah. follow sing along. It's so cute. <laughs> which I actually heard is like made entirely by yourself and your girlfriend. So yeah. I'm very curious if you have any like memorable moments while like filming the video. Um, Yeah, I mean, lots of it was kind of fun. Like that's just like how, that's our neighborhood. You know, that's just our yeah. suburb. <laughs> And we kind of just, <laughs> but yeah, that's just where that's our suburb, and we we just kind of went out and and shot and took the dog out for a walk, and his name his name's Barnaby, so we took Barnaby out for a walk and and just shot it, and yeah, it was really fun. And then part of it was shot when when we were on holidays in Queensland visiting family, so um. some of it's there as well. There's a bit of both, but I think one of the most memorable moments was probably just getting the camera because it was a gift. And I remember as soon as I opened it up, that was like one of the first things like well that's just got to happen you know like I had the song I knew the song was going to come out next and I and I was like well we need a music video like guess we're gonna yeah just do it. Like and it's so video. nice the camera also helps me like very gets a very like nostalgic vibe and everything and yeah. it's just like and it's so nice again I just feel like all encapsulates so well with oh my god <laughs> ah, such a good song oh my god crazy listener if you're not convinced by now literally listen to the song it's so good but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm stoked with how it turned out like because it's film so yeah so if people don't know it was shot on a super 8 camera mm. um which is like it uses rolls of film so you kind of just don't know what you're shooting and you don't know what you get until you have it developed oh so, yeah so that's one of the things so we were kind of like you know there's like a viewfinder or whatever mm. so you look out of the camera and you can see what you're shooting but um as far as the end product you just have no idea until you get it back from the developing people so i remember like waiting i think it was like a three-week wait and i was like oh my gosh it could just be useless you know it could just <laughs> be awful um and there was a moment where the the guy who develops it scared me and was like oh is is this meter working in the camera? And I was like, I, I don't even know what that is. Like, I, I <laughs> you tell I, me, I, sir. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. And he was like, Well, if it's not working, then your film's not going to work. And I was like, Oh my god! I was like, Why would you just tell me this information <laughs> yeah, right now? Yeah, and I was like, I was just like frantically googling. And I was like, What is this? And I was like <laughs> looking at my camera, being like, Where is this? <laughs> um, and thankfully, I got it back, and everything was there. But there was like definitely a moment of just like panic being like oh I guess it's gone like I guess it just didn't work um but thankfully thankfully it did thankfully and we have now a fantastic video which (sighs) everyone should watch it's so nice so wholesome and yeah my god that like why did that whole story gave me I felt like I was also in that moment (laughs) explaining it I was like oh my god this is terrifying (laughs) 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 that's great i i definitely say that i feel like the song like i want the song as much as it's sort of like personal to me and it's Mm. like um like i'm saying things like it talks about things that are maybe like very specific to me Mm. but i feel like they're specific but they're also broad enough where it's like i feel like a lot of people would maybe be feeling similar feelings to that Mm. and it's like 
just in their own different way. So I like to kind of like when people ask me about it, I like to just say it's sort of just about the person you you really love and and can can find in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really sweet and like really beautiful. Actually, leads them very well to a very curious question. I have in terms of future projects you might have past、um, Point Gone and stuff like that, like an EP or maybe an album. And in terms of like, if you maybe I don't know if you're creating one right now, and I'm just like,、um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, genius me. But I'm just like, <laughs> if if you were like had the chance of like creating EP or like an album, would you say that that is kind of like the kind of stories that you want to continue to tell when you have like a fuller body of work, or maybe you want to like with fully body. Fuller body of work, you want to like go completely left field into like a whole different territory or something. Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, spoiler alert: I would、oh. say I'm working on EP number two at the moment. Oh, so that's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a shock maybe. Oh, <gasps>、um, <but> yeah. <laughs>、um, or maybe it's not a shock. I don't know. But yeah, so I'm definitely working on a bunch of stuff at the moment.、Um, okay. And I would say it's been interesting because yeah, you're right. So we only I've only got two songs out at the moment,、mm-hmm. but you know when we play a show, it's obviously a lot longer and there's more songs that people haven't heard. And people are definitely like, whoa, it is like if you listen to the music and then you see the show, they're like, oh, we it's similar, but it's also like there's a bit more range. So it does sort of change. But I definitely going into all of this, I guess musically maybe they're a bit brighter, and I like there's you know there's some there's some slower songs, you know, <laughs> there's, there's some slower songs in there, and I think for me I'd really like to write music which has a good representation of like how I feel in life. So I like it when I can sing those songs and I can sing about like you know because sometimes I'm like really happy and、mm. everything's awesome, you know,、mm-hmm. like literally I'm living in like the Lego Movie and I'm singing that song. <laughs> You know, like I'm so into it. Like everything is great. And then other days, you know, you're you're quite down or whatever.、Mm. You know, the world. There's definitely horrible things happening in the world. You can get bogged down in that. And there's stories you hear of people's lives, and you're like, oh, this is awful. Um, or you might be going through something. So I think for me, the goal with a lot of this is to kind of just like have that spectrum of、mm. those themes. Is to be able to kind of like have those things which we celebrate, and then also be be okay to like acknowledge maybe the the sad. The darker things, and、mm. I think that's definitely where my head's at with making a lot of this music. Is like those things, yeah. Also, yeah. just sometimes life is stupid, so there's got to be <laughs> stupid songs in there. Of course.、Um, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully those come out. But I, I definitely think、um, for me personally, like I really love artists. It feels like some artists like they specialize in like they just write love songs or something,、mm. or they just write songs where like they're like pretty depressed. And I'm、mm. like, oh yeah, that's great. But I just don't think I'm、um, that kind of、um, artist to be kind of just in that one emotion. I feel like I feel a lot of different things often. So hopefully, I can kind of have that broad thing. Yeah, and I, I for one, am very. Excited to hear of all these like future projects and songs you're gonna be coming out with, and like just excited to see you as an artist building your whole image up, and it's just like oh, so excited! Like I can't wait, and I guess this is a very good note to end our little special conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining myself, by the way, to talk about. Literally all things local to neighbor related, and I guess on a final note, where can our listeners find you? Just plug like 
everything under the sun <laughs> oh my gosh okay oh. well I, yeah go okay i'm i'm definitely on instagram yes. uh i'm on i think yeah i should be on facebook you know what and i think i have a tiktok but i haven't posted anything yet but i oh. will i will i'm gonna get on it i'll i'll do it but i think that's that's it and then i'm you know you can hear my music on on everything you need to you know spotify apple blah 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 you know it's yeah all the <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's that's me you can and then you can you know i'll i'll be posting about shows coming up so you can always find yo let's go yeah <laughs> let's do it go. Um, so yeah there's some local navy shows coming up um in a couple of weeks there'll be a couple so you know you can find come say hello come say hello yeah oh my god and i guess on that thank you so much for oh, thank you for having me. me you're a legend thank you <laughs> oh my god <laughs>